Happy weekend from VGK Daily, the podcast. That riff just gets me fired up already. Darren Millard along with Stormy Bonatoni. Today you'll hear from Mark Stone and Riley Smith on the perceived challenges of life in the bubble, which is a week away, and a comparison between the moon and Canada and why that comes up in conversation. Pete DeBoer was uh, was a beauty on that part. But Saturday arrives with the heels of Marc-Andre Fleury skating for the first time in Phase 3 of Training Camp 2.0 and Stormy. Oh, that, that breeze that went through Summerlin and City National Arena on Friday morning was VGK World just... Having a sigh of relief. Yeah, you could definitely hear the collective sigh there. That that riff might get you fired up, but I have a feeling Marc-Andre Fleury back on the ice probably fired up everybody else to the extreme. Really great to see him not only out there on the ice today, but, I mean, he looked fantastic. Am I wrong? He The glove hand was outstanding. <laughs> yeah, you said that a couple times during yeah. the stream. The, the glove hand looks like there's nothing wrong it's, there. It's, it's, it's okay. It's yeah, he, he was in... Uh, not mid-season form, mid-week form. That's what I call it because uh, we're later on in the week. But uh, Pete DeBoer uh, tried to tell us that everything was fine and sort of had the last laugh on that. I think it's great that we can put all the speculation to bed. You see on Twitter and you see people talking, Marc-Andre Fleury's not there yet. What does that mean? What is it? And Pete DeBoer said from the beginning, it's not COVID-related. Whatever it was was not significant and said again today that – He's pushed himself over the last five weeks, and we have to be smart. We have to be smart. And now we can turn the page to, well, Pete, how are you going to deploy the goaltenders when you get to the bubble and the Stanley Cup playoffs and the uh, the round robin? Here's his answer. Well, there have been plenty of examples of, you know, the starter going wire to wire in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I think I – think, uh, you're seeing more of the uh, uh, of both guys contributing at different uh, points. I think Pittsburgh's one cup act, uh, actually, uh, you know, when Flower was there, they both played, and last year Washington, or uh, you know, both guys were playing. So um, you know, I, I think uh, you know maybe the thought process on that uh, is changing. I think particularly with four months off, a short training camp, and a long playoff runway. Um, might be even more important this year that both guys play games at different points. So uh, it's a great luxury for us. Uh, I'm not going to be afraid to play either. I don't know what that'll look like. Maybe it'll be one guy starting the majority. Maybe we'll uh, we'll uh, go back and forth. Uh, you know, I, I'm really going to keep an open mind to this because uh, of the situation and and uh, the fact we have two great goalies. Flurry was very sharp in his one hour on the ice. He left in the second half uh, to uh, Robin Leonard and Oscar Dansk as they took over for the scrimmage and the special teams uh, part of things. But uh, great to see him on the ice. Friday also featured uh, an adjustment to the makeup of the two groups that skate in the first half of practice, Stormy. And uh, the Summerlin Hospital rink was made up of uh, more of what you'll see for the Golden Knights when they really take the ice for a game in Edmonton. Yeah, you got a good look at kind of all of those lines that we expect to see once the games get started working together. It was primarily the NHLers on rink A, and then when the, the other players filtered in from rink B, I mean, it was only it was only a few guys. It was the majority of the players that you're going to see were on the ice that we were all watching today, and they were they were getting after it. It was a busy, high-paced practice once again. Yeah, but start of the week, it was more like half and half, mm-hmm. and now... 
two-thirds of the players are part of that main group. Uh, DeBoer did scrimmage out of the gate on Monday. We saw a lot of that Monday and Tuesday. But yesterday on that Friday practice featured uh, some of what uh, the more detailed work that uh, Pete said was going to come. It was kind of interesting, too, because during his media availability today, I, I asked him because day one, he said that the group had really, they were ahead of where he expected them to be. So I said, where where were your expectations day one? And he said he really had no idea. Uh, he thought that he might have to start at square one. And right now, like we saw them doing special teams work today, um, a lot of different, more intricate things than you would expect. And he said that he's got them doing more things right now than he had written up day one and, and at this point so really cool to see that the hard work and he might have used a little expletive in his explanation of this today <laughs> that they've worked their blanks their butts their off. butts their butts, butts they've worked their behinds their glutes. <laughs> they've worked their behinds off in phases one and two to be at the point that they are exceeding expectations the way they have on the ice which is going to mean that you can spend more time on those details as you go along through the course of this training camp the bubble it's starting to come within sight here. Uh, is something that we're going to talk about a lot during the playoff drive and different things that are going to happen and, and keep the players busy when they do get to Edmonton. But uh, adjusting to life in that controlled environment and maintaining the discipline of that experience was a question that was asked of both the head coach, Mark Stone, and Riley Smith uh, during media availability on Friday. So here is Mark followed by Riley and Pete on life and challenges in the bubble. Playoffs are a different animal, right? Um, I mean, when we go out on the road, we're in the hotel, we hang out together. Um, you know, yeah, it, I, the only, I guess the only difference is you don't get to stay at home, you don't get to see your family, so that's gonna be tough on guys, but um, they're not gonna be in the, in the city, so um, I don't think it's gonna be difficult. Uh, what's more fun than hanging out with your buddies every, every day playing hockey, so. As a player, I know we're not looking at our coaches to to try to enforce us to, to stay in the bubble or, or follow protocols. Um, you know, I think the onus is on us, the players. Um, we realize that, you know, you only get so many chances to, to really compete for a Stanley Cup. And if if you're a player that, that's going to put your whole team in jeopardy by doing something selfish, um, you know, that, that that's, that's pretty detrimental to your whole team. And, and I really don't think we have any of those players on, on this group. So... Um, something we're not worried about. Um, you know, I trust every player on this team, and, and I think that every player in this group wants the best for the group. You know, guys have been training hard for almost four months just to, to have this chance, so um, I don't see people screwing it up. We've got a veteran team. They know what's at stake, and, and I'll be honest with you, these guys have been skating in Vegas for five weeks prior to camp, you know, with the strip 10 miles away and, and – uh, and cases starting to, to climb on a daily basis here. And, and uh, you know, I've shown the maturity to, to, to make the right decisions. So, you know, I, I have total confidence and trust in our group. I, I, I don't see any situations where we're chaperoning or worrying about those things. So at least with, with this group. So what do you think of that? I, first off, just Riley Smith's answer really stands out to me. I thought that was so good that – 
he doesn't think that anybody in this group is going to be that selfish. That, you know, they have worked so hard to get to this point. And Pete DeBoer referenced it too. Like, we're in Las Vegas. The Strip reopened for an, an extended time. They, they've they been making good choices. And he doesn't expect that when they get to the bubble that that's going to change. They don't need chaperones. They can police themselves. They know what's right and wrong. And they want to win a Stanley Cup. That is what they're going there for. It's the sole goal, sole purpose. I just think... Staring down that leadership group, if you take a I chance, don't do, no, 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 no. <laughs> it, it makes me tremble. So the other day, when we launched VGK uh, Daily, the podcast, you asked me what I would take to the bubble. So I want to flip that. I want to flip that to you. What if you were going inside that environment for upwards of two and a half months? What are a couple of things that you would have must have? So you're going to think I'm really weird. Too late. But I have gotten really, really into making pasta lately. Like very much so into it. So I've given <laughs> this a lot of thought. I was like, I need to bring a full setup. I have to bring my pasta maker, the, my double zero flour. Stormy, you're going to a hotel room for... Yeah, I'm going to get a, a portable stove top. It's, trust me, I would, if I was going in the bubble, I would bring the works because I need to have the pasta maker to just... Calm my mind, make me zen, make me feel good. What's your What's your pasta of choice? Cheese ravioli. Ooh. Fill it up with all of the ricotta in the world. Start bringing it in for the crew. <laughs> Let's go. Well, Pete DeBoer was asked about what he would take, like snacks or something like that. Best, best reply. We're not going to play it for you because uh, we just... Quote of the day. Yeah. But, uh, but paraphrase for us. I don't have to. I wrote it down verbatim. <laughs> but he was asked what snacks or movies or whatever would be his must-haves in the bubble. And he said, whoa, guys, we're going to Canada, not the moon. We have snacks in Canada, too. And I was hoping you could maybe give me some ideas as to what, what snacks Canada has that are better than here in the U.S. Smarties. Like you, real smart. They're different. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? You know what? It's funny is uh, during one of our pregame meals at T-Mobile, uh, there's a little ice cream station sometimes, and I said, "Hey, can I have the Smarties?" And the lady said, "We don't have Smarties," and she and she laughed at me like, "What are you talking about, Smarties?" And that's when I realized that the U.S. has different Smarties than Canada. Ours are like uh, M&Ms, but smaller and chocolatey, like a hard chocolate. It's really that good. That sounds delicious. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Smarties for us are like sour. My mother-in-law used to give Smarties to my wife when they would go on road trips when she was a kid just to keep her quiet. <laughs> yeah, so we call it the quiet candy. That's even funny. Though, even though they're, they're crunchy. I want to try and some. ketchup chips. Ew. <laughs> oh, no, they're good. I mean, I love ketchup and French fries, which I guess like, if you're in like England, that would be what ketchup chips are, so, maybe. So French fries are? Chips. Are? Potatoes. And chips are? Stop. Okay. I get what you're getting at here, but you know what I mean. I don't want like some nasty like ketchup residue. Oh, no. They're, it's, it gets everywhere. You, it's, it's, it's like it's a difficult. hot Cheetos yeah. type of a look. You don't want to be committing any type of uh, criminal offense after you have a, a bag of ketchup chips because they'll be able to track your, your whereabouts. Everything I'll keep that in mind. You've touched on. Live stream continues so check your social media channels for day six of training camp on this saturday it's been fun we're almost a full week in which means we're roughly a full week out from the bubble exciting times very exciting we got the goalies back we're getting around to special teams work it's uh it's awesome thanks to stormy bonatoni for joining us today on bgk the daily the podcast we will have another episode tomorrow to recap day six and let you know what's happening in the bgk world